Royal Stanley of Oregon Pacific Financial Advisors, offering securities through United Planners Financial Services member FINRA SIPC, guides clients with empathy in discovering and reaching their financial goals and creates financial plans for clients so they can live their life by design. In these episodes, he relates his expert financial insights and discusses timely topics. Royal strives for excellence and has a passion for sharing his knowledge and supporting his community. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to Life by Design with Royal Stanley of Oregon Pacific Financial Advisors. Royal, good afternoon, my man. How are you? Good afternoon. I am fantastic. You know, um, how are you doing? I am doing so good. I am excited today because you've got a guest on, and this is a guest that's a little out of the box from who you brought on before, and I'm really excited that Rebecca Stoltz is here, and uh, what, what are you guys talking about today? Yes, so I'm really excited that, that Rebecca was able to join us today. Uh, Rebecca is the Executive Director of the Josephine County uh, Library Foundation, and is really an integral part of the library there in uh, Josephine County, where Grants Pass, where I live, nice. is located. And I just wanted to spend some time talking with Rebecca about the value that libraries bring to our community and to our lives. And so, Rebecca, thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. It's our pleasure. So um, will you tell us just a little bit about how long you've been working with the library and uh, what your position entails right now? So I have been through many different transitions um, at our library, and I've been working about eight years back when the library was a nonprofit. I was doing the fundraising, and now I've transitioned over to the library foundation, and I'm now the executive director, and my job is to help raise funds to support special programs and things that are, are outside of the library district's budget. Very nice, very nice. And and I know there, there's a long history there with uh, what happened in Josephine County with the library system. Um, do you want to just give kind of a brief overview of that, of what happened, it, it seems like almost 20 years ago now, with libraries being defunded, and then what, what happened in the community after that? Absolutely. So in 2008, the libraries were closed and defunded, and the community really rallied. They wanted to have a library um, in their community, so it was a grassroots effort, and they raised funds and was able to, st originally it started out of, you know, checking out books or lending out books in their vehicles in a parking lot, and then they were able to raise enough money to open up the libraries, and tons of work was involved with that. And our library system, which has four branches, one in Grants Pass, one in Williams, one out in the Illinois Valley, and one out in Wolf Creek, operated as a nonprofit for 10 years. So phenomenal work. I mean, it was really exciting to see a community so passionate um, and really finding the value of libraries in a community. Because there, there, there weren't a whole lot of libraries being run as nonprofits at that time. What were there? No, our library system is kind of like a unicorn, um, very <laughs> unique. We had over 300 volunteers at one time doing all of that work, which is just amazing. And even within it becoming a 
nonprofit, there were still three over 300 volunteers that were checking in books, checking out books, doing all of that work. In fact, we have about 250 volunteers that still are doing that work today. Oh, that is so wonderful. Uh, I know my, my, my sister has has volunteered at the library here for years uh, before COVID kind of shut down the uh, the day-to-day operations of checking in and out books. But um, what what I wanted to kind of touch on, I, I remember, this is, this is my embarrassing story, is probably 16, 17 years ago, I was much younger and definitely not as wise. And I was standing in line at a community event here in Jackson County, and we were at the library, and I had made an offhand comment about, you know, why do people need libraries anymore? And what I didn't realize is I was standing right behind one of the board members for the Jackson County Library, and she took me to task for about five minutes, explaining the value of libraries to the community. So I would love for you to just take a minute um, and I'm going to humbly ask, why are libraries still relevant today? It's a great question, and we hear it quite often, actually. You know, not everyone has the same resources in today's world. And libraries are the technology access points for so many people. Um, and we see that even more now that we've endured through a pandemic. And libraries as a whole, are there's just so much more than book repositories. You know, they're the cultural and community centers. And our library here in Grants Pass even attracts more foot traffic than the local post office. So when you think about all those long lines in the post office and how busy it always is, you know, your library here in Josephine Community Library is is busier than that. And really, we serve as, as venues for community meetings, host workshops, from anything you want to learn about coding to changing a tire. And I could also take you to task for a long time about the importance of libraries. (laughs) Uh, But just a couple numbers to run by you is each month, more than 22,000 items are checked out. And they're in homes within our community. And in a county where at least a third of our residents don't have computer or internet access at home, patrons log more than 15,000 computer sessions in a year and have nearly 43,000 personal devices connect to the library's Wi-Fi. So it is a library is so much more than just books in a building. It's really an important piece of the community where people can connect and grow. I, I, I just can't agree more. Um, you know, probably what got me back into the library was um, uh, having, having a daughter. She's six now. But, you know, taking her back to the library to have those experiences in the children's room and being able to kind of just see the books and touch the books and kind of uh, just have that, that feel of what a library feels like. Is just phenomenal. I know you. There, there's just so many ch- uh, children's programs happening uh, at the library as as well. Absolutely, and we have families with kids of all ages coming to participate. Whether it's our summer reading program, we have sensory story times. Uh, the Dolly Parton Imagination Library program. We're registering kids through Josephine County 
to receive free books mailed to them um, every month. And 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 that that is just such a fantastic program. That was a partnership, I think, with uh, the Library Foundation and Rotary there in Josephine County, if I'm, I'm correct. But um, that is really phenomenal. That is any any family can sign up for it, any child. And from birth to five years old, every month they get a new book in the mail uh, to them. Yeah, it's it's wonderful. And we have over 2,000 kids currently receiving books every month in Josephine County through that program. And, and thanks to all four of the Rotary groups in Grants Pass and and the many funders of that program, it's been great to to get it that many books in the hands of kids in our in our town. Yeah, yeah, and and you know probably the way the library touches me the most now is um, through the Libby app. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. So the Libby app is how you access library books, um, eBooks. And it is an amazing app and could be life-changing for a lot of folks. You can download this app and readily access thousands of different titles. Um, and since COVID-19, our library system has really purchased a tremendous amount of additional ebooks so that there isn't such a, a waiting list to get the, the new and popular ebooks that you want to reach but thousands upon thousands of titles right at your fingertips. You know, it, it's, I, I have to say over the last two or three years since I downloaded uh, the Libby app, and the Libby app is amazing. You can read books on the app. You can also download library books to your Kindle app if you like that reading experience a little bit more. And I think the biggest thing is, is you can check out audiobooks. And I've got to say, I've, I've probably been reading one or two audiobooks uh, every month here, and that's really been life-changing. Um, you know, just a couple of books that, that uh, I've checked out over the last year. Uh, one was uh, How Not to Die, which was a book about nutrition and the American diet, and after reading that, I stopped eating meat. And that was because I had access to this app where I could download really any audiobook I wanted to and discover something new. And you know, uh, especially with, I think, one of the more interesting things I've, I've really kind of started to explore is with uh, Black Lives Matter, with kind of all the, the racial injustices we have in the country, there's so many great audiobooks just, just talking about, you know, the state of the nation, why we're going through these things, the history, and, and it's really this amazing repository at anyone's fingers. Uh, the only thing you need to have is, uh, you know, a smartphone and a library card. Absolutely. And they're all free with those things. And if you think of how much money you're saving with having all those books at your fingertips and not having to purchase each one. So it's really a wonderful app. And again, there's thousands and thousands of titles and something for a subject on anything you could think of. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so let me, let me ask you, we, we've talked a little bit about, a little bit about, um, you know, what libraries look like right now, what, what you and Josephine County have been doing, really, how has COVID affected the libraries uh, over the past year? Well, like many places or, or just about everywhere, 
we've really had to adapt in how we're providing services to our community members and how we're able to reach them and help them with the things that they need. And that's taken many different forms. We've started doing curbside service where you can go online and request books and come a couple days a week and pick up those items at the front door. We've done tech help over the phone, which is really great when you're trying to to use Libby for the first time and you're not quite sure how to do it or you need assistance. Or if you need a document printed, um, we're able to print it and set it outside for you. So it's just really rethinking the ways we serve our community and finding a way to make it happen. Um, in March, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, and, and another thing that you did was, was you left your uh, Wi-Fi on so people could come and park in your parking lot uh, and use those services as well if they didn't have uh, internet at home. Yeah, absolutely. Again, access is a what libraries are for. And with all of those kids in the community being switched over to online schooling, again, not everybody has the ability to have internet at their house. So we'd have vehicles of kids, you know, families pulling up to park outside of our branches so that they can log in and attend their class and get their schoolwork done. So it's really important. And then in March of this last year, we launched our website, which is really the online branch of our library system. You know, thanks to some very generous grants from the Collins Foundation, the Ford Family Foundation, the Library Foundation, and the Oregon Community Foundation, you know, we were able to update our website and make it easier so people could find everything that they needed. We've been able to have Spanish translation on our site and instant online library cards. So just really trying to work on making things more accessible and at your fingertips since we can't be in buildings or, or together right now. That's just wonderful. Now, that is just wonderful. So so let me ask you, I, I know there there's some things coming down the road um, uh, with Josephine County. Um, what's kind of on the horizon over the next three to five years uh, you know, what opportunities and challenges is the library system facing now? So in the next few years, we're really planning to better support some of the population that hasn't real, hasn't been using their library, like our teens and our Latinx community members. We learned through several different focus groups that young adults, they want more programs to help support them with basic life skills like buying an, a house or participating in local government. We've also heard a similar requests from our Latinx focus group. We're also planning to update our facilities, especially with consideration for people with disabilities and to better support group programming in this time of COVID as we're, we're moving forward. So what else should people know about uh, libraries that you know, probably the general public public might not think of or uh, look at. 
um, you know, what, what, what do you think is, is one of the biggest things that libraries do for communities that, that probably goes overlooked? That's a great question. And I really feel that libraries are the connectors and the hub in our community. They really provide not only the space as a physical space, but a safe place to really learn new things, connect with one another. It, they're very inspiring. Absolutely. And I, and I think, you know, walking around the library, obviously pre-COVID, was always seeing how many people were using uh, the computers in the back to, you know, check email, uh, go online, research things, maybe just relax for a little while. But uh, yeah, I think I think the uh, that hub is just such a great way of thinking about the library as a way of connecting all the different parts of our community together. So w- with that being said, what's the best way if you don't have a library card to get your library card? So you can go online to josephinelibrary.org and you can sign up for a instant online card and that'll give you access to eBooks and all of the great databases uh, that we have. You can also, if you live outside of the library district, um, you can get a scholarship for your library card. So no one is ever turned away, whether you live outside of the district. The Library Foundation provides funding so that anyone who wants a library card can have one. Well, that's wonderful. That is wonderful. Do you guys have any idea of when uh, library, your, the, the library system is going to be able to open up and, and accept patrons back in? So we are making efforts to start reopening, really wanting to take all the precautions necessary so that everybody is safe when they come into the building. And in the next few weeks, we'll start with opening up to uh, phase three, which is being able to make appointments to come in and use the computers. Um, You can go to our website, which is josephinelibrary.org, to see the different phases of our reopening plan. We want to make sure that when we open the doors, we're keeping all of our volunteers and our community, community members safe. With our buildings, our space is so limited that we just want to make sure that we can keep everyone safe. So Rebecca, what should people know about libraries today? They are full of life. They're not those quiet buildings that you remember from long time ago when you walk in and you're being shushed. It's the children's library is full of noise and activity and laughter. And there's, you know, people in the library that are having great conversations and discussing books or current events. They're just really the, the heartbeat and the hub of a community. So there, there's not the librarian there just shushing everyone if you uh, drop a pencil or something like that? No, we encourage sound. <laughs> good, good. Uh, so, so as we wrap up here, um, so what, what are you reading now from the library? So currently, I'm reading Joan Gary's Guide to Nonprofit Leadership. There is always something new to learn, and the library has facilitated that for me. You know, the library has always been a sanctuary for me. This Grants Pass branch, I've grown up in the area, and I remember 
my earliest memory coming to the library with a wagon and filling up as many books as I can and being thrilled that I could take all of them home, read them all, bring them back and come back and get just as more as many more. Um, it's really where I, I developed my passion for reading, but for the library itself and for what it, it provides to the community. Yeah. Yeah. I, I grew up out in the Cave Junction area, and uh, yeah, I can just just still remember the feel of going to check out uh, the Wizard of Oz books uh, at the uh, the library there at the Illinois Valley Branch, and you know, just it's just a, those amazing feelings that um, you know you just hope everyone gets a chance to experience when it comes to the library. So, uh, I just want to thank you so much, Rebecca, for all that that you and your team does. You know, the volunteers that have put in countless hours keeping the library system going uh, and and really thriving in Josephine County. So uh, thank you so much for just being a part of the community. Thanks for taking the time to uh, chat with Eric and I. And uh, yeah, it's just been a real pleasure being able, able to kind of share this message with our listeners today. Well, and thank you so much for having me and giving us the opportunity to talk about libraries. And thank you for your support of the libraries. Um, we really appreciate all of the fundraising drives that you have sponsored and the Baby's First Book program and, and just all the great work that you do. So thank you so much. Uh, it has been my pleasure. Thank you so much, Rebecca. Royal and Rebecca, this has been a fantastic podcast. I love learning about this stuff, and I, I actually have a just a – Quick comment and a thank you for you, Rebecca, and also a question. So here we go. First, thank you for uh, being part of the library system that has brought some excitement to my wife's life and also some sleepless nights because she loves a couple different series of books. And so she gets so excited when she's next on the list to check it out, right? She, she knows when she's going to be able to check it out. And then inevitably... Time slips away from her sometimes, and all of a sudden, shoot, I've only got one more day to finish this book, and so she's up till 2 a.m. reading that book, uh, but she finds so much enjoyment out of that, and I, I just love to see that. Uh, and I did say I had a question for you, so I'm putting you on the spot. I guarantee there's at least one listener out there right now that still has an overdue book. What do you say to those people that are too scared to bring their overdue books in? That is a great question. Please bring your books back in. We are fine-free. So you don't have to worry about late fees nice. because they don't exist, but we would love our, our books back. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> All right. Well, Rebecca, again, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Royal, thank you for bringing her on the podcast. Do you have any closing thoughts for today that the audience need to hear? Uh, go to your library. Absolutely. Go. I mean, it is amazing that libraries exist. The whole concept is just... It, it, it just makes me emotional to think that anyone can walk in, get a library card, and really get access to all the information out there without having to, put, to pay a dime for it. It is really fantastic. Wonderful, wonderful thing to support for all of our listeners. I encourage you to do that. Get your library card. Show up. When they let you in, go inside too. Enjoy people's company and, and get some knowledge. It would be fantastic. Uh, again, both of you, thank you so much for being on the show. And, of course, to you, the listener, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Life by Design podcast with Royal Stanley. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the Subscribe Now button below. This way, when Royal comes out with a new podcast, it will show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. 
Again, thanks for listening today. For everyone at Oregon Pacific Financial Advisors, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Life by Design podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The views expressed are those of the presenter and may not reflect the views of United Planners Financial Services. Material discussed is meant to provide general information and is not meant to be construed as specific investment, tax, or legal advice. Individual needs vary and require consideration of your unique objectives and financial situation. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Advisory services offered through Oregon Pacific Financial Advisors, Inc. Securities offered through United Planners Financial Services of America, member FINRA and SIPC. Oregon Pacific Financial Advisors, Inc. and United Planners Financial Services are independent companies.